I realized I had reached episode number 9, but I didn't dedicate a special episode to tell you how I came to draw pet portraits. It all started in 2018 when I decided to try drawing my cat. That's what we're going to talk here today at the Pet Portrait Artist Podcast, but just before we do that, I need to remind you that if you want to join my mailing list at pepinadragosr.com, you'll be the first one to hear when I release a new episode of my podcast. Also, feel free to follow me on Instagram at addragospepina_art if you want to get in touch with me. I have also created a Patreon page if you'd like to support me in my podcast, check out the show notes or you can find me there as the Pet Portrait Artist Podcast. Now let's get back to my pet portrait journey. Until 2018, I only drew portraits of people and used mostly graphite. I had a huge fear of using color pencils because, unlike graphite, you have to be careful how you combine them and they are more difficult to use. My cat is called Puss, which means cat in Dutch, which is very original, I know. <laughs> she has really big green eyes and the black fur makes them stand out even more. One day, looking at her, I thought I should draw her and capture that beautiful color of the eyes, but I had to use colors for that, plus I hadn't really drawn animals before. I set out to give it my best shot and create the most realistic drawing possible. My luck was that her fur is black, with a bit of white on her chest, which doesn't involve using too many colors. I took a picture of her as clear as possible and got to work. After finishing that drawing, I fell in love with drawing pads in color pencils and the rest is history. Although I had dreaded the idea of drawing every strand of fur, before that I totally changed my mind and actually found it relaxing and fun. You know what they say, you don't know until you try. I posted a drawing on my Facebook page and so the orders started coming in and it created a snowball effect after that. This drawing was made only for me and if I made a mistake or it didn't turn out right, I didn't stress because only I knew that but that very day I posted the drawing, I got my first commission. Just the thought of a stranger judging my drawing made me panic a little, as I had never experienced this before. I knew that everything had to be perfect and that I have to do my best. To my misfortune, that dog was a Cocker Spaniel breed which has long, wiry coat that complicated the things a bit. The ears of this breed in particular are very hard to draw, especially in my case, when I was just starting this new path. Fortunately for me, everything turned out well and the client was very satisfied with the end result. It was then that I realized that people are actually willing to pay money for a drawing of their pet and that I can create something with this. At that moment, a light bulb went off in my head and I said to myself, oh, maybe I can be a pet portrait artist and draw people's pets. Said and done. I haven't stopped since. All fine and well until I hit the next obstacle that I didn't thought about at all, which was marketing myself. I already knew there were people out there who were willing to have a drawing of their pets, but how could I reach them? What was I supposed to do to get in front of their eyes? 
it was clear to me that posting only on my personal Facebook page was not taking advantage of all the possibilities out there, so I decided to expand my horizons. I started posting in Facebook groups, which was life-changing for me and the best idea ever. It was life-changing but also very terrifying to expose my art like that. At that time, I had just finished drawing a German Shepherd, so I joined all the German Shepherd groups out there that didn't have very strict rules, which is very important before you join a group, including groups in Belgium and the Netherlands, because I speak Dutch and I wanted to reach a bigger audience. It was all a nice experience, I got a lot of comments and likes on that drawing, but I didn't get any commissions until my drawing was accepted into a German Shepherd group with over 60,000 members. There, that drawing was a great success, I received many private messages from interested people and many likes on my business Facebook page and even a few commissions. At that moment, I realized how powerful this marketing method is and that people don't know they want a portrait of their pet until you put one in front of their eyes. Only when you are willing to step out of your comfort zone, you'll evolve. If I kept putting the drawing only on my personal page, with the 500 friends I had back then, those were the people that always saw my art and it was possible that only a few of them have pets and were interested in a pet portrait but the rest wouldn't even notice my posts, cutting my chances of being seen if I continued doing this. Yes, like I said, it was terrifying to take that step but I knew that if I didn't do it, nobody's gonna do it for me. Over time I started promoting myself, luckily too, I made an Instagram page, a Twitter page, I created a website, so I started slowly, I didn't jump into doing all those things at once, it was all a gradual process. If you have too much on your plate at once, you'll get overwhelmed eventually, then you'll definitely give up. Take it easy and be gentle with yourself. For me, none of what I've built up to this moment would have been possible if I hadn't come up with the idea of drawing my cat that day and giving color pencils a go, so if you want to succeed as a pet portrait artist, get yourself a black cat and draw it. Thinking about it now, what contributed to that first pet drawing good experience in color pencils was also the fact that I used Faber-Castell Polychromos color pencils, which are incredibly amazing. If you use quality materials, you'll make your job much easier. I'm sure if I had used a set of cheap color pencils from the dollar store, everything would have been totally different and much harder, that's why I advise you to start with some good pencils, not cheap ones. What made me keep making pet portraits even more was seeing the client's reaction when they saw the final result, especially when that pet is deceased and that drawing means a lot to that person. I was thinking that I did that. I brought so much joy to that person using a blank paper and some pencils. How amazing is that? We, the pet portrait artists, sometimes we don't even realize the power we have to make a positive change in a person's life. That drawing we did will be appreciated every day for the rest of that person's life. Being a pet portrait artist is not about the number of likes you get or how much money you make, but about making people happy with your art that you put your soul into and that shows in every drawing and that piece of your soul poured into every piece of art will always be present in that person's home. Even now, after six years of drawing pet portraits, 
I can't believe that the thing I feared the most has become the most precious thing for me. How crazy can life be sometimes? One day you do something out of curiosity and from that moment everything is changing for you. If you are that person now, I was 6 years ago and you have no idea how to start and what to do, don't give up. Keep putting your art out there and try to get better every day. Everything in life is a learning curve and even if one month you don't get any commissions, maybe next month you'll get so many that you'll be booked for a few months but you'll never find that out if you give up too soon. So what is the conclusion of this podcast? Grab your cat, take a picture of it and draw it. If you don't have one, steal the neighbor's cat for a few minutes and you've got it covered. Maybe don't even bring it back. <laughs> All kidding aside, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Pet Portrait Artist Podcast. If you liked this episode and if you think it could be useful for another fellow Pet Portrait Artist, please feel free to share it in your stories and tag me in it. I would love to see it. To help this podcast grow, please leave a review and follow me on Spotify or Apple as well. You have no idea how much this will help me. To connect with me, the best option is Instagram. You can find me there as dragospepina underscore art. I'm looking forward to hear from you. If you'd like to support me in my podcast, I've created a Patreon special for this. You can find me there as the Pet Portrait Artist Podcast, but i leave a link in the show notes as well. Don't forget it. If I can be a successful Pet Portrait Artist, so can you.